Hi, welcome back to Ayan Chats. Please make sure you're following on social media. Twitter, Ayan Chats. Instagram, Ayan Marian. To stay updated and to know when new episodes are coming out. Please enjoy the following episode. Welcome to Ayan Chats. Yo. Hi. Hello. So, tell us something about yourself and introduce yourself. My name's Aisha. Yeah. I am 22 years old. Yeah. And what do I say about myself? So, what do you, what, like, what do you work as or what do you like? Or um, anything like, describe yourself. I am working um, as a teaching assistant, but I work with kids mm. with learning disabilities. Ooh. Yeah, so it's quite like a it's like a career change for me because I've been working with the elderly for the last five years. But um, I wanted to like you know I wanted a different experience mm-hmm. in like a different career. So I thought, why not? I'm gonna give it a shot. That's a really good job, you know, because you're gonna be helping the vulnerable. Yeah, I feel like when I first started, I felt like it wasn't for me. But then, like gradually. I suppose you get used to something and at first you might not like it, but you've just got to give it time. Yeah. So, you want to talk about anxiety? Yep. So, it's just going to be hard for you to talk about. Because <laughs> I know no, it's going to be hard for me. it actually won't because um, I don't think it's going to be hard. I mean, in the past it probably would have been hard because I've actually, like, I've come to admit that I suffer from anxiety where all these years I have like been in denial and I've slowly and gradually started I do suffer from anxiety and do you feel like it's generalized like do you feel like it's generalized anxiety disorder where it it can happen at any time or do you think it's triggered by like when you go out with, with a large group of people is it social anxiety or what I don't think it's social anxiety. I think it's like it's it's a bit both. Like it can happen, like it can just happen out of the blue, and it can also happen like stress triggers. Like if something's going on in my in my life that triggers um, the anxiety. But I think it's a bit of both, really. Yeah, because with me, I never knew I used to have it, and then obviously I did psychology in sixth form, and then uni. And, you know, back in the days, I used to actually be afraid to, like, go out on my own or um, catch the bus or minor stuff like that. But now that I think about it, it was actually anxiety. And if I was with, like, a large group of people, I used to panic. Um, what was was it, like, a fear? Was it, like, paranoia? Like It's not fear. Like, you just feel like you want to get out of there. Like, you just want to run. Did you feel like you were, like, you felt claustrophobic and, like... Yeah, claustrophobic like and... Breathe? I want, I want to get out of here and then my heart rate was quick and stuff like that. And then, yeah. like, you know, obviously we stayed at sixth form and then some of my friends went to college and stuff and then they used to say, come see us, like, come to JC and stuff like that. And I used to want to go, but I, my body wouldn't let me, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Like it's, like, it's like a constant battle with your mind. Yeah. So then um, I forced myself, you know, when we were at, when we were at uni, to yeah. go to I got myself used to being out all the time got myself used to like 
shopping on my own and stuff so I was fine with that with that but then I tried to tackle the other issue where I used to panic and stuff like in large social settings so I forced myself to go to you know the societies and stuff yeah but then when I would leave after it ended or by the time it ended like towards the end like the anxiety would have built up to the point where I couldn't handle it anymore so then I would go to the bus stop and breathe all the on the whole journey home like oh oh I'd be struggling to breathe, and I could see like my heart. You know, obviously I'm flat chested, so I could see my heartbeat. <laughs> oh my I used god! To, I used to see my heartbeat through my chest. I used to think, "What the hell?" And then, but back then, I used to drink a lot of coffee or energy drinks and stuff because you know, yeah, kind I think of the trend. Like that can trigger yeah, stress and that made and I think that I think that made it worse because when I, once I stopped doing that, I still feel that way, but not as much. Like back then, it was extreme. Yeah, it's like. Back then, you think to yourself, when you were experiencing it in that moment, you feel like you don't know what's happening to yourself. And then at the same time, you feel stupid. Like, if you said this to somebody else, they would probably think, like, you're you're losing it. Like, you're speaking, like, nonsense. Yeah, they won't like, understand it. They won't actually understand until they experience it for themselves. So, it's quite a hard but one, my- really. But did you know what you were experiencing? Because so I didn't know. I used to think like something was wrong with my heart or something was wrong with my lungs. And then I'll tell my mom, oh, can you not see my heart through my chest? And she'll like, she'll be like, what the hell is all in your mind? Um, and then eventually, uh, um, obviously, I was doing psychology and I didn't know what anxiety was. Eventually, I'd stop being in denial and then I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I do have it. Yeah. But did you find that this year then? Do you I know don't know. The... I know I've had. It's... For it, or did you self-diagnose yourself? I self-diagnosed myself, and um, because I knew what I was, what I was feeling or what I was experiencing. But in the like, I don't know. Like it's it's kind of it's so hard to explain because it was. It's like the last few months. I've had it and it's become more strong and it's like I didn't want to accept the fact that admit the fact that I'm actually suffering from anxiety because I don't know like these things you could just be if like you tell somebody you're labeled straight away like you know she's not right in the head or like I don't know I just find it I found it like I found I found the fact that having anxiety makes you weak, that you're a weak person. You didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit it because all along I've been like, I've been trying to be strong and I felt like having, suffering from anxiety is something that it's like you're basically, you're a weak person, like you can't deal with stress, but I didn't want to be that person. But it's come to a point where like I was, nearly at a breaking point where I just felt so overwhelmed and I felt really upset and sick and I obviously thought I was coming down with something but I wasn't it was my anxiety like I'd want to stay in bed I'd isolate myself I didn't want to really like speak to anyone and um, I'd have like it my mind would just be blank yeah do you feel like that it's linked to depression because Anxiety and depression can sometimes come together. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was, like, a mixture. Did you not feel yeah. like you could speak to anyone about it? I mean, you do have supportive friends and, like, certain family members, but 
I just felt like I can tell them things, but I felt like I couldn't be like literally I, I couldn't be open like just say out how I feel because I wouldn't want them want them to worry about how I'm feeling and what I'm actually like what I'm going through emotionally so I had to try and be like seem strong to them but really I was just breaking down inside yeah a lot of people feel that way but you need to bear in mind a lot of people go through stuff similar to that you know how you're feeling right now that was how I felt during sixth form like and then that's why I missed so many days or avoid coming in because I just didn't want to see anyone or I didn't want to be with people and I just felt like shit you just want to like seclude yourself from everyone and everything and just yeah. isolate yourself and then that was around the time where I got close to basically Maria in it and then she kind of helped basically but it was no I felt like no one could understand and then obviously you need to bear in, in mind your home life and then that's why you feel like you have to be strong for everyone because you feel like if you actually show weakness the whole house can fall apart yeah and being the eldest is it's not easy like you've got you've got like you've got priorities you've got responsibilities and expectations and I felt like it was just it was just really hard like I just felt like I couldn't like be open with them and tell them how I'm feeling because I didn't want it to affect their mindset and you know their state of mind yeah so what what do you think maybe you want just want to speak about it and think forget it I don't care about the stigma and the judgment I don't know I just felt like I feel like it's come to a point where if I don't do this now I'm gonna it's just gonna carry on and I'm just gonna it's just gonna deteriorate like it's just gonna like I'm just gonna end up being all over the place and I don't want that right now I mean I don't want that ever like I just want to keep my mind like healthy as possible like my state of mind just like I just want to like I just want to I just want peace of mind, really. Yeah. And I don't want... Because I'm so young right now. And I just don't want it to affect me later in life as well. It's true. So that's what I think now, which is why... um, Even though I find it... For me, I find... Yeah, I don't know why I find it embarrassing, even though it's not meant to be embarrassing. But I have to basically go to my, like, uni counselling and stuff. Because I feel like if I don't, I'm going to end up... Like, you know, with my mum, she had major, major depression... And it was really bad. She had it for like nearly nine years and everything was just messed up and I don't want to end up like that. Yeah, I understand. It's just, it's it's like you don't want yourself in that situation because you're so young. You've got like so many things that you want to achieve and you want to do and it's it's really important. It really is. Yeah. So have you went to go get some help then or... Like, um well because I mean it's it's like I felt like I could, the only person I could like actually talk to you talk to it about was you because like obviously I knew that you were suffering like you were like suffering some kind of stress like tension yeah and I felt like I could open up to you because you'd know you know how I'm feeling like we're in the same mode I mean with my friends they might they may suffer from anxiety they they probably do they do but it's like they, every, everybody has a different way of showing it. Like, some people will hide it and just deal with it themselves. Like, I mean, they, they'll just deal with it. It's like everybody has different coping mechanisms. But I just feel like it came to a point where I had to, like, tell someone. That's why I opened up to you yeah. about it. 
and you kind of helped me on the trip to ending up going to counselling, which I never ever thought of, that I never thought I'd do or go to. Do you knew the option of counselling was there, but what what made you not want to think about the other option before? I don't know. I mean, I mean, in the last few years, I felt like it was in the back of my mind, but I just, I just, I would ignore it. I just completely disregard it. Like, no, I'll be fine. I need to stay strong. I can just, I can get through with whatever comes my way. But I was just so tired and so fed up of dealing with the same thing over and over again. Like, I feel like all that stress. It, like it just all it was caught it like it caught up with me and I feel like I bottled it in so much that it came to a point where it was like my I just can't take it no more like I've have had it enough and that you couldn't hide it anymore I couldn't hide it anymore yeah and even if you do think you're hiding it it shows through your actions like for me uh, I know I'm, I've got a lot of stuff to do with right now like I feel like my memory is gone really bad. Um, that is uh, that's with me as well. I feel like sometimes I can't remember certain things. Like it's just so scary. Yeah, my memory's gone bad. Um, I feel like I feel like my whole body hurts and stuff like that. And obviously, yeah. time to some the situation that I'm in at. But I don't know. you do need to get happy. You do need to speak to someone. Yeah, and I do feel like after going to. Um, the counselling session it gave me I wouldn't say it made me feel 100% better but it gave me that that boost like I felt like I could actually like when I was in that in that moment of time when I sat there and I was speaking to my counsellor like I felt like at at one point like I was holding it in and then it just came to a point where I'm here for a reason I'm here to speak about my problems and the, the way I'm feeling and like I need to get down to the bottom of this so I just ended up like literally like my emotions all came out and yeah. I felt like that's what I needed so that gave me kind of like it like literally I felt a bit relieved like I felt like the, the weight on my shoulders was less yeah that makes sense but why do you think like most of us guys in it like everyone that we're friends with we have a problem with showing if we're feeling um feeling this way on that we where we find it hard to be vulnerable but even me I find it hard to express all this kind of stuff do you think it's really raised or the- <laughs> I think I mean with our friends we do touch upon it lightly but we won't go in depth because I mean in my opinion like in my perspective I feel like I don't want to tell my friends like the way I'm feeling because I wouldn't want them to worry and I think all these years it was I had this mindset of you know I'm a I'm a strong person I need to stay strong but sometimes it's not easy being strong all the time it's true sometimes things will get to you in in life and you need to you need to you need to know the right ways of coping with it yeah and with 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 uh, you're on about being a strong person and stuff you feel like if you do break down, then, like, your parents are going to break down or the people around you will break down because you're being strong for them, kind of. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I did express 
the way I was feeling to my mom. I mean, like in the last few years, it's something I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do because I would worry that she's gonna worry because yeah. my mom suffers from bipolar. Yeah. So it was one of them things where I felt like I was alone. I had no one to talk to. Um, and basically, you're scared to trigger her. Basically. Yeah. That that's yeah, same with that's my mom right. to bring back her um, major depression. <laughs> and it's just it's quite sad at the fact that. I know. When you're feeling down, you're like you want you want your mom. You want to speak to your mom, but it's so hard when you're in that situation, and you're kind of like in a predicament where it's like it's so hard to say certain things, and then you just end up and you just end up just keeping it inside you, and that's that's like one of the worst things to do. I mean, it's it diff it's different with different people. I mean, sometimes people keeping it inside them, it's it doesn't affect them. Yeah, well, it depends on the situation really and why you're what you're stressed about and what you, what's giving you the anxiety and what your trigger is. I mean, people have different ways of, like, you know, coping with it and just dealing with it themselves. I mean, that's what I have been doing, but I don't know. It just came to a point where I just I just had enough. I had no motivation in life. I didn't want to do anything. I just felt so lost. Yeah. I really did. I mean, a lot of people would probably think, and look at me and say, oh, you know, there's, like, there's nothing wrong with her. She's doing her normal things that you do on a daily. But yes, nobody actually knows what's <laughs> going on inside my head and how I'm feeling and what happened, like, behind closed doors, if you know what I mean. People need to bear in mind that, yeah, just because this person looks, like, happy outside, their home life can be fucked. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do suffer from anxiety and you wouldn't think it but it's like one of the most common thing these days yeah because we have so much stress like in terms of we're trying in terms of like our lives and jobs and trying to basically just get a good future and then at the same time we have our families to sort out and we have that stress on us and then um it's just and then if we do go outside and we do come back we're not coming back to niceness we're just coming back to stress yeah it's like you go out and you're away from it for a while and then you come back home and then it just hits you again like when I'm outside I kind of forget and then when I'm going back I'm like oh reality just really hits you like yeah this is my life (laughs) but inshallah it'll get better but I feel like you took the, the right step by getting help whilst it's you're still young and then yeah, I felt like I had to do this. I mean, um, like, it's it's like in a sense, like with my mom's condition, and she hasn't been like in the last few years. She hasn't been like been there for us. And I'm not saying it in a horrible way. I'm saying it in a way that it's like it's not her fault that she hasn't been there with us. Uh-huh. It's because of her condition. And it's like in the future, one day when I get married and have kids. I don't want to put my kids in that situation of not having a mom there. Yeah, you want to end the cycle, basically. Yeah, I want to be there for my kids. Mm -hmm. Not to say in a horrible way for my mom, but I mean, it's so important for, like, for you to have your mom around. I know, it's true. But it's horrible when she is there, but it's not actually her, so she's not actually there. Yeah, that's true. That is really, really true. So it's kind of worse in a way. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it's good that you're in the cycle and that you want to 
basically sort everything out early and get rid of all the like the bad habits that are contributing to the anxiety and stuff like that because with my mom I feel like she got the help too late and then that's why it took her so long like to go to to basically recover back kind of she's not fully recovered I can tell but I think that's one of the worst things where you leave things too late and then your recovery, the road to recovery is quite long. But I mean, in like, for me, I would like in my mindset, I would, I'm going for it. Like, I'm not, that's it. Like, it's, I don't want to leave it too late now. Like what I need to do is what, like, I, I just need to focus on what I need to do to help myself, like mentally, like emotionally get better. And then you, you need to work on as well, um, communicating to everyone. I'm not feeling ashamed about it. And that's something that I need to work on as well because I just laugh at everything. They were funny. <laughs> it's like, I feel like if I, like, tell you my problems to my friends and stuff and family, I feel like everybody's got their own problems. And it's and you like, it. you don't want to burden them with your yeah. own problems. But then you need to bear in mind that it's, if they got their own problems they'll understand your problems more than like someone who doesn't have problems for example or if they've been through similar stuff they'll understand yeah and it's like with me it's like if somebody came to me with their problem or they're feeling down like, I'd, I'd be more than happy to help like even though I'm, but I'm you, having you know the way you'll be happy to help you need to bear in mind everyone else will be happy to help as well you just have to let them in <laughs> Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think it's pride, Aisha. Do you think? Well, for me, yes. I know it is for me. I think like, oh, okay, um, I can handle it. I don't really need to um speak about it. But then eventually you can tell because I start, you can tell on me, I think, kind of, because I just disappear. I got a ghost for a bit. Yeah. But I think in a way that's not healthy because you're isolating yourself from everyone. No. and that's when you think more and then you f- like it starts to get to you and then you just feel like you, you feel miserable and you lack motivation in anything I know um which is why you know what we're girls as well and then girls are supposed to be they're supposed to communicate better so then that's that's when I start to worry about like my brothers and stuff and I used to ask them like obviously you know depression and stuff like mental 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 health issues they're um inherited so I used to get scared, like, Amiya or Ahmed might have it, and then I'll ask them, oh, um, how are you guys feeling, stuff like that. And then, because, you know, with boys, you don't communicate, and then I got kind of scared. But you have to you have to make sure your siblings are good as well. Don't have to be Yeah. Because look how bad we are in terms of communicating. Imagine them. Yeah, I feel like communication is quite important as well. Yeah, but inshallah, we can end this cycle of burdening ourselves. I feel like we're just adding, we're already stressed, we're adding more stress to ourselves. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know how to explain it, it's like, I feel like I haven't listened to my mind, like, of how I'm feeling, I've completely disregarded my feelings and emotions the last few years but right now my mindset is that my feet like my emotions and I come first before anyone and I don't want it to sound sound selfish but I feel like right now like I'm making myself as a priority now I mean 
and all everything you're feeling is valid basically yeah and I just don't want to ignore it any further because it's just been ignored for too long now I know I I want to do that but at the moment I don't think I can yet until this craziness is sorted out (laughs) but that's that's a good start um, Aisha yeah and I mean like the reason like another reason why I'd I would I would ignore my anxiety and like the problems that I was facing I'd like I think to myself there's people out there like they they have it they've got it worse yeah and like you know be grateful of you know what situation you are in life like whether it's like like bad or worse because people out there have got it worse and that was like that's what I used to think a lot of the times but I mean it's like it affects you differently like sometimes you can't carry on carrying on having that mindset sometimes it will get to you it will it will come to a point where it will get to you and it has come to a point where things have got to me like I can't take on people's stress like if my family or friends are um, dealing with stress or like a problem I feel like it it overwhelms me like I feel like it gets me upset I feel like I've become a really emotional person um right during, now during like, the last few months yeah I feel like I've become yeah. really like emotional like like before I never used to like cry I used to hold it in and I used to be like if I cry it's gonna make me weak because when I cry I don't cry about one thing I'll cry about everything that's gone wrong yeah in it'll all life. come rushing in that's why I never used to cry and I used to hold it, hold it back in but but that's a sign I said that you're healing recently I've become so like like emotional yeah same with me um I'm just going to admit something. It's going to be so embarrassing. But I cried on the bus. <laughs> That's not embarrassing, honestly. It, I've cried in public places as well. Like, yeah, I cried in the bus. I, I cried in the work toilet. I know I have cried in public places. Yeah, in the work toilets, I cried. I cried on the bus twice. Upstairs on the second part where there's barely anyone. Um, I cried whilst walking. It just comes out. I can't even hold it in. I know. I know exactly the feeling. I mean, if I did cry... I'd I'd cry away from everyone. Yeah. I'd hide and cry. But right now, I feel like I could get emotional in front of anyone, and I would not, like, I wouldn't care less. I couldn't care less. Oh, I, I haven't reached that level yet, but <laughs> it's a good sign. I think it's a good sign because everything's coming out. You're healing. Um, I hope I am. I I, I just I sounds kind of weird, but I feel like tears are they wash away all your stuff trauma and stuff like that do you know what i've come to i've i've come to like have that same what you're saying like when you cry you cry like it's good to cry right now i feel like crying is i feel like it's a positive thing like you're crying you're letting out all your emotions your feelings where before i'd have a negative um like i'd have a negative like point of view about crying i think it would it was negative like it'd make you weak but right now it's like a positive thing like crying is good and I'd even I even say it as well like I even verbally say like crying is actually good because it lets it all out it's true it's actually true so you know to your younger you like the the person that was dealing with all that stuff and um was ignoring it what would you say to her basically (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is so funny I would say, like, I just wish I could tell her that being strong 
isn't like you you can't always be strong sometimes you just have to just sometimes things will get to you you can't always be strong you can't always hide your emotions and your feelings and it's not always important to stay strong because the more you stay strong the more you bottle things up it's true and you're not letting it out and I feel like I would tell myself a couple of years ago to talk to somebody to talk to somebody from day one when I was feeling the way I felt and when I was feeling upset and lonely and I felt like I couldn't talk to my own family and friends go and seek some kind of support to help you I would tell myself to go and get some some support and some some advice yeah same with me I would tell myself um not to get like my mom or my friends and stuff used to the fact that I just seem to just carry on and it looks like nothing bothers me I should just express myself and my emotions and show like when something has negatively affected me or just show myself being upset for once instead of just laughing at everything. Even yeah, though even even if it's not funny. <laughs> Which I just did now. What did you do? I, but that's I, you though, that's your personality, but that's where your personality I know, comes but from. it's not good if to laugh at everything because it's, it's it shows that I have a neg- negative coping um negative coping mechanisms and that um personally something's wrong with me. You laughing is a negative um negative um what do you call it? Coping mechanism. Like I mean people different like I, I mean, feel like, like you should you laugh laughing, at bad stuff. I feel like it's better than you crying. Like I'd rather you laugh at bad stuff. <laughs> bad stuff. that's what i mean i laugh even if it's bad like let's say now something messed up like you know the thing that happened to the, the thing that i'm dealing with and how messed up it is you know i laughed that night i don't know how to ex- explain it to you i mean i think it's just the way you are Ayan. i think it's the way you just you deal with things i know but it's not good it's actually crazy <laughs> <laughs> but i think that makes you who you are do you know that yeah like, I feel like when things have, like, when I've had certain things happen in my life, like, that that are quite, like, significant, like, that are quite bad. Yeah. I felt like in the last few years, like, I wouldn't cry. Like, I just deal with it. Like, it wouldn't phase me. Mm-hmm. It would not phase me at all. And I felt like in them, in them times, I should have let out my emotions, what I was actually feeling, and not, like, ignore them. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's basically what I was trying to say. But in my own unique way it's like we're so used to the crap that we don't react well to it anyway yeah Ooh. oh shit i nearly fell over <laughs> oh my god okay so saying? yeah i'm okay so we reached the 25 minute mark you want to say your goodbyes also my phone's yes. dying <laughs> i would like to thank you for having me on your podcast right, and no i problem. really appreciate and thank you. you for coming on yeah and i will yeah. hope to do more podcasts with you in the future inshallah, inshallah. about different things that i feel yeah. like that are significant like i can't think of any right now because i've got a headache but um yes same i'm tired yeah. more pa- podcasts to come inshallah do you want to give yourself a shout out like your social media and stuff um no not really because i'm not active on instagram and uh, okay so you don't want to give out your instagram anything you don't you don't have anything else uh, no not really thanks for listening everyone I all right thanks guys helps. and hopefully bye. it helps people bye-bye yeah.
Hello and thanks for listening. Please follow my social media. Uh, um, on Twitter, Ayan Chat. On Instagram, Ayan Marian. It's Ayan with two A's, by the way. On Curious Chat, if you wanna ask anything or you know suggest any topics, Ayan Chat. And if you wanna follow my Snapchat, it's Ayan Yo. Thanks for listening and come back. Please, love you, babe.